Um, welcome to uh, This Week in Campus Rack. I'm one of your hosts, Jay. I'm joined by my co-host, Clayton. How you doing, Clay? Doing all right, Jay. How are you doing on this Friday morning? Uh, not too bad. Um, so every Friday, we will try to do a interview series with uh, whatever guests we can get, quite frankly. Um, and this week, we got really lucky. Um, we have uh, our assistant director of programs, Adam Burke here. How you doing, Adam? Doing well. Good morning, fellas. Morning. Um, so uh, the purpose of this Friday series is to leave our guest with um, any nuggets of wisdom um, to kind of get to know our interview, uh, the person, we're, our interviewee, um, and to kind of try and uh, leave you off with some wisdoms of nuggets and some inspiration um, going into your weekend. Um, so uh, I guess we'll get started to getting to know our guest. Um, Adam, could you kind of tell us and walk us through your journey in Campus Rec? Sure. So um, my journey in Campus Rec started at my undergraduate institution, Colorado State University, go Rams. Um, I, as a sophomore, I started working as a resident assistant in the residence halls. And um, some of my fellow RAs uh, were like, hey, you, you like sports? And I was like, yeah, I, I like sports. And they said, okay, I got a job for you. You should come be an intramural official. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. Okay, so I went to this interview. They interviewed me. They were asking me like, hey, what uh, uh, what, what sport experience do you have? And I said, well, I'm a swimmer. And they said, okay, what other sport experience do you have? And uh, I didn't have any. So, I, I mean, I was MVP in my t-ball team when I was four. Uh, I played on a uh, – little league basketball youth team through the Y where all my teammates and I fought over number 23 because of the goat. Um, and I sat on the bench most of the time because I wasn't the coach's son. So that's my sport experience. Uh, none of that really helps me with the fishing, but they hired me anyway. Uh, and I started officiating flag football. Uh, from flag football, I did a little bit of soccer and some basketball, which I was both terrible at. Um, and I found my niche in uh, officiating inner tube water polo, uh, which I was very good at. Well, inner tube water polo officiating is my jam. So uh, I kind of did that, did that for a couple of years. I got promoted to be an intramural sport manager, um, which was the, high, the highest rank uh, of undergraduate uh, intramural staff. Um, I did that for a year, I think a year or two years, something like that. Uh, and then I found out uh, the intramural coordinator at the time said, hey, did you know you can get graduate school paid for by running intramurals at certain schools? And I was like, no, but sign me up. Uh, so I started looking for programs that had a, a outdoor focus, master's degrees. I applied for schools and then I went back and I looked, said, what out of the schools I applied for, who has GAs? found one, one of the schools I applied for had GAs in rec sports. That was Oregon State, go Beavs. And I was lucky enough to apply for one GA and get that GA as well as getting that academic program. So not the advised route if you want a GA, but that's, uh, it worked out for me. So went to Oregon State. I spent three years there in Corvallis. Um, and that's where I got introduced to club sports. Uh, and I helped manage the intramural sport and club sport programs. While I was there, 
Uh, I got a master's degree in uh, forestry and I got a graduate teaching certificate um, for college and university teaching. So um, went through that, uh, graduated and started looking for full-time jobs. And I uh, was lucky enough to come to the University of Wyoming as the club sport coordinator. Um, I started working with clubs here, uh, had a brief stint as the interim intramural coordinator here. And now I'm in my current role as the assistant director of programs, where I oversee intramurals, uh, which is where I started, clubs that I got at Oregon State, and now the outdoor program, which really ties my education back into my job. So just celebrated five years here at Wyoming and uh, looking forward to uh, the future. Well, we're super glad that you are at the University of Wyoming. Um, happy that you're our boss. So. Um, so you're working towards your doctorate of education. Um, can you go over what that's like and what are you doing your dissertation over? Sure. So I just finished um, my third full year of, of classes. So I've been taking classes, uh, multiple classes each semester for the last three years um, uh, in addition to working. So um, I've been learning a lot. I've had a lot of self-growth through the process. Um, and I just completed my, uh, my comprehensive exams. So I was able to do the written exams and then successfully defend them. Uh, and so uh, I'm now a, a candidate for the, uh, the doctorate of education, uh, focusing in higher education administration. So um, that's kind of been the process. It's kind of where I'm at in the program. I'm really excited to start focusing on um, uh, my dissertation and writing and some of those things. Uh, why did you choose the topic that you chose? Sure. So for my dissertation, I'm, uh, uh, I'm really interested in looking at the impact of non-academic staff on student success. Um, and so as we start to look at the literature, we see very clearly that there's a gap in the literature around um, non-academic staff as individuals. Uh, the literature is very clear that participating in the social sphere of the higher education experience is super important. The um, student retention models tell you that. The literature within uh, specific program areas tell you that. We know that students who participate in activities outside the classroom are more likely to retain and they're more likely to graduate. So we know participating in the programs is super important. What we don't know in the literature is uh, how do the non-academic staff who administer uh, those programs, how do they impact student success? Do they impact student success, right? Uh, and so that that's what's missing. And so that's uh, what I'm going to be looking at. I have a, um, you know, I am a non-academic staff member, so um, you know, I'll fully admit that there is a bit of a conflict of interest um, or bias there. Um, it's maybe more of a bias and a conflict, but um, so I see the work that non-academic staff are doing. Um, and so I'm interested from a research standpoint, um, what that impact may be um, and then how that impacts um, organizational leadership, organizational structure, how that may impact the way that we can support staff members, you know, some of those things. Okay, nice. Yeah. Um, so you went into this a little bit, but 
can you explain why you feel this is an important topic in terms of what you're currently doing? And then what do you see this, what do you see this doing in your future and what do you want to do with this in your future? Yeah. So again, I think I, I'm hopeful that my dissertation will, will create kind of a, um, a research avenue or a, um, a research agenda that can start to dig into um, how institutions um, can um, promote and support and reduce barriers for non-academic staff in their mission to um, help students succeed. Uh, I would say uh, people who are working in higher education are working in higher education to support students, to watch them grow and help them graduate so they can go change the world. Um, and I'm hoping that my, my, um, my research can just kind of help support that mission that institutions have uh, on the, the student affairs or non-academic side um, a little bit more. And as far as where I, I'm hoping this takes me, it is a higher education or higher education, uh, say, doctorate of education in um, higher ed administration. And so I'm really interested in continuing down the administration route and exploring organizational structure, exploring organizational leadership and, um, you know, just kind of seeing where that route takes me. And I think that uh, the, the doctorate helps open some doors and open some opportunities and uh, we'll just kind of see how things go and, and where they go. But that kind of administrative piece about supporting our staff um, so that we can support students and watch them be successful, I, I think that's really the direction that I'm, I'm hoping to go. That's awesome. Um, we have a kind of one more question for you. Uh, we try and do this at the end of uh, all of our episodes is uh, we take something that we know about the the person we're interviewing's experiences. We kind of ask them to kind of elaborate on that. Um, so I know you were an Eagle Scout. Um, so what skills or lessons do you still carry with you today from that time? Sure. So I was involved in scouting for a really long time. And I think it was a transformative experience to make me, me. Um, and uh, I was able to do a lot of really cool things through, through scouting. I was able to do you know, a ton of camping and a ton of outdoor skills and a ton of that stuff that maybe you typically associate with it. But I also got a lot of leadership opportunities and was able to go to leadership camps and staff leadership camps and teach leadership to other to other um, scouts and, and younger folks. And um, I was able to do that on the, the local scales. I will do it on the national scale. And I also got an opportunity to go over to China in 2008 to teach a bilingual leadership camp. Um, that was not necessarily scouting, but I got the opportunity from, from scouts. That's where it was derived from ultimately. So with an organization called Capable Team. So um, really transformative, I think, as far as making me me. Um, I think it developed my love of the outdoors, which influenced my higher education journey and uh, getting degrees in forestry and natural resources. Um, it also helped me instill in me a sense of values, um, core values or core beliefs uh, that I've, I still use today. So. Um, while I may not use all of them, I think the impact of having values instilled and the importance of values, core values, 
instilled in you from a young age is something that has influenced the development of my core values to today. Um, and recently, the University of Wyoming has implemented a set of community standards or community values that our code of conduct is based on and, and some of those things. And so uh, I think I'm really able to connect with the university and how they're uh, implementing, you know, these things that we're deeming as important, these core values that the institution is saying are important um, to me personally, because that's something that's been important and, and present, um, you know, since I was really young. So those are some things that I think, you know, scouting has really given me. It's um, definitely shaped who I am today, and, and I'm sure we'll continue to. Awesome. Um, well, that is all of the questions that we have for you. Um, what we like to do at the end of all of our interviews is have our guest give out a little piece of advice for the audience going into the weekends. Um, so if you could give out a piece of advice or um, just a little drop of Adam Burke wisdom, um, that would be great. Perfect. Okay. I got two things for you. Uh, the first thing is a quote from uh, Walter Riston. Um, and Walter says that judgment comes from experience and experience comes from bad judgment. And that's something that I, uh, I resonate with pretty well. Uh, sometimes it's hard to understand, uh, to judge things until you've made a decision and it wasn't the right decision. And that makes your judgment a heck of a lot better the next time. Um, the other, uh, piece of Adam Burke wisdom uh, is that if you see a turtle on a fence post, you know it didn't get there by itself. And that's just something to think about. There were ever two great nuggets to just John Gruden knock on wood if you're with me. Those two. Those two are it. Um, thank you, Adam. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you for listening um, or watching live. If you're watching live or listening on a playback um go sure make sure you give us a like subscribe uh, we'll be doing this um hopefully every uh monday and friday um throughout the semester to kind of keep you updated on what's happening in campus rec and to continue to share these great nuggets of wisdom with you um got anything else for us clay that is that sums it up great everyone have a great weekend we will be back monday go pugs